Welcome back to another episode of the YNK Podcast. Yeah! What's up, everybody? John Kilmer here. Now, we're very excited to announce we are just weeks away before you can interact and support our podcast and our entire brand in a very unique and awesome way. But in order to do that, you have to download the Bravo Pay app. You hear us talk about it a lot, but it's about to get on a whole different level. So download the app and enjoy the show. All right, I feel pretty good. I feel loose. Everyone feel loose? I just got a crazy massage. That's not fair. I'm jealous. She's like 100 pounds. She sets up next to the wall and like uses all of her body force, like pushed up against the wall. And she's just like standing and walking on all the spots that hurt. Crazy. That's pretty hard to do while you're jerking someone off. <laughs> I just said I wish. I'm hoping to. I'm hoping to get to a space with her where that that's acceptable. I've been saving that wait, joke wait, for wait. the past 45 minutes. <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> you haven't gotten a handy from her. No. I thought that was the one that you have been getting handy. No, from. no, no. I just Billy put me on her. Oh. <laughs> Billy put me on her. Yeah, buddy. Uh, okay, so she's not giving you hands. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> no, she's uh, actually not. Uh, that's funny, though. Chubb just ran across the <laughs> wires. Um, making sure my mic still works. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Are you ready? There's a, I mean, the news is just a train wreck these days. Um, I don't know if you heard about the volcanoes happening in Indonesia. And it, a, a volcano that's been dormant for like centuries and centuries erupted twice <laughs> recently. Uh, some fucking freak hurricane happened in... Iowa. Really? They don't even know what it's called, but it ruined a whole bunch of shit. I think really the only, uh, you know, the, the only Phoenix rising through the ashes right now, <sighs> a little piece of nugget of good news I got last night. What? Man, it's like, thank God for this. Uh, we might be getting a new release this Friday from Nickelback. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I never know where you're going to, I never know where you're going to start these things off. It's just, just completely out of there's no way of ever being able to de- like have any idea where it's coming from but talk about something the world needs nickelback honestly i think they get a bad rap of course they get a bad rap of course they got they some do. slappers i think uh i think you know during the time that they were actually like in their peak people were ashamed to like them and i i think as i grown older as i've grown older i've i've like accepted my nickelbackness yeah, I mean, I got a few rock, a few few slappers for sure. I don't really know what are the names of. I know Rockstar, a bunch a few of few slappers. They got a bunch. Oh right? my goodness! Do you know any of the names of the members of Nickelback? Chad Kroger. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I have no Chad idea. Kroger was a beast, though. He wrote on a lot of records. A lot of other people. Honestly, don't too. even know if Nickelback is one or multiple people. <laughs> it's a group, right? Yeah. Is it a band or is it a group? It's is a band. It? It's a band. Frontman Chad Kroger. Yeah, I'm not a. I mean, I've never. I, I can't say I've ever even t- given one look. I, I have no idea. If you put lined up a group of ten people, <laughs> you would you would be able to pick out Chad Kroger. He stands out like a sore thumb. Really? He he chopped off the uh, chopped off the lettuce. He had long hair. Yeah, now it's not so long anymore. But um, dude, just fucking. I found as people get older, they just accept. They're like, yeah, I like Nickelback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I've I've had that realization only because I see them on people. They're like kind of cool to shit on, right? Trendy to shit on. Yeah, they they, uh, they, so they were part of a genre that's been named butt rock. Butt rock. Yeah, um, they were pretty much the face of it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know them through like people shitting on them on the internet, kind of. And then I've like recognized the songs. I remember the songs. I'm like, they actually had heaters. Yeah, there's a Nickelback revolution happening right now. So I think that's why they're coming up with new stuff. That's I'm, exciting. I'm excited to hear it. Anyways, we can move on. Um, <laughs> yeah, address my shiner. I just figured, like, listen, if I if I <laughs> if I drink Bud Lights, and I wear jean shorts, which I don't, but I can picture myself wearing them. I have a mustache. I I indulge in the Monday Night Raw once in a while. I'm probably going to like Nickelback. You're right in the Nickelback demo. That's for damn sure. I'm right there. I grew into it. I think I grew into it. Um, I wanted to get into one of my favorite guys who was just on Rogan, Rob Lowe. I'm a huge fan. Um, mm-hmm. They were talking about something interesting. Um, he asked, is it, Rob Lowe asked, is it worth it to be famous today? 
it's yeah it's been a, it's funny it's been an interesting that's actually come up organically like the last fucking 48 hours 72 hours just go we, we've had a we've had a, a lot going on mm-hmm. but it actually kind of like revolved around some of that yeah um that notion yeah i mean to be honest man like a lot of the fame shit and the gossip shit and like the LA shit feels like fucking high school, bro. Like, oh yeah, it it's just like a bunch of shit that adults like don't normally care about, like, mm-hmm. and doesn't the rules of you know where status comes in and ego and you just like the rules of like normal adulthood aren't really the same and it's just weird. I mean, personally, bro, like you guys know this, but we we've um. It's not, I can't, we can't say like, hey, I took this, this was all exactly how we planned it or whatever. But the route we chose um, stands on a foundation of like, we're not necessarily like super, I mean, look, if things, if if I made this song and it just went fucking nuts and then we had to sign and we did this thing and it got way bigger, that maybe that would have happened, but it didn't happen. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is like internally as a group, we were never like for really trying to be like or trying to do the mainstream thing. There was just there was mm-hmm. multiple, multiple pockets of time where we were getting, you know, there were label situations and things where we could kind of escalate and ramp things up. But it's just like, I don't know, we're not necessarily those types of dudes. That's for, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. And it gets more and more apparent. But me and Blue were talking about at the beach the other day. We had some shit going on. And we were just like, man. It's like, I'd rather, you know, personally, I'd rather a lot of the shit that we do off, I do off the side as far as just like working on myself, trying to stay balanced. Like I need that shit because it it is, it's a weird thing. Like the whole LA fame and just that notoriety of today, being famous today with, with phones. And it's just like, man, there, there's so much more to life. You, you try to, we're trying to create like a perfect balance and it's fucking dude, it's this tiny line we're walking the tightrope we're rocking you know yeah i mean because, uh, rob Lowe is he was he became famous in the 80s that's when he started becoming famous right. and you think of the difference between your privacy i mean i think that's the main thing right so privacy different. i mean dude you just don't get any you don't get any when you're at that you know if, it's like that's what i'm saying i'm not there like mm-hmm. i'm just privy to those situations i see it and the whole world knows your business i mean everyone now has a camera Everybody knows your business. It's just like there, there. It feels like there's like a lot more cons to being famous today. Yeah, but I'm sure if you ask people back then, no matter what, the actual saying fame is like a man-made construct where Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like something that's in our in our nature as human beings, like species, like they used to be idolized by other human beings. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's something that was created. Like the idea of celebrity was created by us. No, that you know, I, that idea is already weird. But when you have like such a large number of people who know who you are, and when you're in public and you're doing whatever you want in public, people are everyone. Everyone has a camera on their phone, and that can automatically be posted to the public. Yeah, that's what fame is. Everyone is the paparazzi now. Before you had to worry about a small group of people, some, right. pu- some publications yeah. who can catch you. Now it's everyone. Absolutely. Every single human on the earth. Absolutely. I mean, you see people get famous every fucking day for shit that they're not even trying to be famous like in a good and bad way that's karen's it. and when you're ever in public <laughs> and doing anything at all like if you're doing anything at all and crazy shit happens like you could become an overnight celebrity even just shit that like is amongst your friend groups barstool post it this someone else will post it spreads like wildfire mm-hmm. and i think there's there's pros and cons to that you know like i think it keeps people accountable like you think about the police situation and how many, who knows how, how often that was going on before people could fucking put yeah. him on blast. Going on forever. Because you know what? Like, my dad even said it. He, get, he used to get in fights a lot when he was a kid. And he was like, the fucking cops will fuck with us so much. And he's just like a white kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They would fuck with us so much. And like, he, if they like smashed his headlights out and be like, arrest him for it. Because that was, you know, against, because they didn't have anything against him or whatever, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. to, to have that equalizer is, is great. That's it, you know, that's a great thing to be able to do. But you know, the fame thing is weird. The fame thing is definitely like extremely escalated now. It's just like there's so many more famous people. Yeah, that's, and there's just yeah. so many levels of fame. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's not everyone's the TMZ now. It's weird. 
It's almost better just to be rich without anyone knowing who you are. I mean, personally, <laughs> can't obviously we do something where I'm like a public figure to where we all are to a certain extent, but like it doesn't get my rocks off at all. Right. I see it. I fucking see it, bro. And I would never trade places. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I would never. I, I love being able to like go outside and just walk down the beach and like have a regular feeling to a lot of this shit in my life. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, I think I would fucking be off my rocker. Or I definitely would, would have way less, you know? I, I totally agree. Um, I mean, especially with so much shit coming out now of like every celebrity who you least expect. Um, I was surprised to see stuff come out about Ellen DeGeneres, who's supposed to be, her, her motto is be kind. <laughs> and huh, have you read all the stuff that's been happening with I her? I mean, dude, it's a fucking, a lot of it's a fucking charade, bro. Like, yeah. I, that doesn't surprise me at all. I had actually heard something about that through mm-hmm. somebody, about Ellen actually being a bitch. But apparently it's common knowledge in the industry. Yeah, it is. It is. Because it had come up to me somewhere and I was like, huh, that's, that's ironic. But um, I mean, dude, it's a lot of it's a charade. It's, it's show business. You know what I mean? So even like the, the interesting part is because of social media, like media is now on your phone. Like, mm-hmm. Fucking Oprah could pull up her iPhone right now and say some crazy shit and just make world news from her phone. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like people are their own forms of media. So they're losing themselves. Like they're, everyone's faking to the camera on their phone now, putting on a show because it's show business. Mm-hmm. But they're in their living room and they're like in their regular lives. And it's like now you're documenting everything you're doing. So you're constantly kind of putting on a charade. And yep. it just breeds... There's a lot of unhappiness amongst people with a lot of attention because they realize when they get a lot of attention, it sucks and you can't really undo it. So that's true. That's I don't know. I, th- I think you get lost. It's a lot easier to get lost. I mean, I think fame in general, but nowadays just like always putting on a charade, always like. Well, it has to be always now. Unless, unless you're completely authentic, you can navigate it and be happy and, you know, do the thing. But, you know, it's like you're under scrutiny, you're under a fucking watch 24 7 technically think about famous people in the 80s they're almost all of them were enigmas in a way because you didn't see you didn't get to see them in like their habitat or like how they act like you know what i mean like you saw them in magazines you saw them in music videos and tv you saw them mm -hmm. you know in movies Mm -hmm. there was so much mystique to the celebrity so much mystique it's all gone now it's it's 100 percent gone Is is anyone still maintaining that in a way so, like actors, I feel like. I mean, like if you think about artists, like The Weeknd's done a pretty good job up till recent. You mm-hmm. know, like recently, he's just like a little bit more like. But he still ducks off, but he's just like very, very mainstream now. But like, yeah, J Cole, I think does a great job of disconnecting. I mean, Kendrick for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like bad business, though. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Of it's course. bad business to not be. It, especially in music. Because, dude, like, especially in music. It's extremely oversaturated. But even with podcasts, like, number one advice, Joe Rogan, like, you want to build? F- do it every fucking, like, do yep. as much as you possibly can. Yep. Never miss a week. Never miss, like, how many does he do a week? Like, three? Or he does two or three, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I, I want to say the initial quote I saw him say was just like, don't ever miss a week if you want to do it. Because you become pe- part of people's routines. Mm-hmm. Like, on Wednesday, I listen to, you know, and. If you don't stay in their face, there's just so much. Like you said, there's a much smaller pool of celebrity before. Like you weren't just getting replaced by the next guy. But nowadays, yeah. bro, there's fucking thousands of songs coming out like every day. Yeah. That's and what, I think acting is the only thing that like makes sense where you don't have to be in everyone's face all the time. Yeah. If you're like an A-list actor, like Leonardo DiCaprio, like when you... When you see him in public, he's like an enigma. You're like, I don't know anything about this guy, really. Right. Other than he fucks I mean, a bunch of 23 like, year old girls. Yeah. He's like A list celebrity for like 30 years now. Yeah. He's just, an, he's just an example. But yeah, I guess like that's, that's all I can he's think not, of. Yeah. He's like an extreme outlier, though. Like, yeah. Even nowadays, though, what I'm saying is the next generation, like Brielle, like mm-hmm. that age, like six, eight, 10 years old, like they're, they're former select, like TikTok, like, TikTok's giving you a clean, a very clear example of even like the 13, 14 year old demo right now. Like those are the biggest celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Denzel could walk right by him. They'd be like, like no one would know who the fuck he is. Yep. Or even just like, you know, 
it, what I'm saying is like actors used to be like, oh my fucking God. I know. But now I just think the younger generation, like their form of TV, the TV is kind of the phone now, you know? Like you yep. watch most of your content. You know, you get your commercials, everything on your phone, you know, like. I mean, you saw it with the Nuck Boys <laughs> yeah. when we had them in the Bellina Cup. Right. I mean. <laughs> For sure. The amount of recognition that they got from their fans during the whole thing was insane. <sighs> For sure. Yeah. Shove <laughs> guarding the door smoke. like it's his. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's just changed, bro. The whole thing's changed. So mm-hmm. it's an interesting, it's a fucking really interesting time. But like, look, I think it's just going to get weirder and weirder. It's going to be more and more shit, you know? So I agree. And since the, uh, going back to Ellen real quick, since she may not have a show anymore and we did that, uh, that burning question segment a few episodes ago, I think we can just go ahead and steal that. I feel like we could step right on. And, uh, I did arrange another, another round if you're down. (laughs) I'm always down. I don't know if I'm a great candidate for it. Those questions didn't really apply last time. But I tried to step my game up a little bit. Great. Let's, let's. I probably did a worse job, but I, I tried to step my game up a little bit. <laughs> um, all right. I'm, I'm just going to... The trick with these is you, you can't think about it. You just got to fire off an answer. All right. Let's you just got to fire it off. Ben, you can participate if you want. Ben, have you said a word since we've been here? Sure hasn't. <laughs> I, I have, for sure. Check, check the tape. <laughs> yeah, he weighed in on a Nickelback. I, checked, I, I chimed in on a few things. Nickelback was last month. We talked about that a month ago. <laughs> um, ben, you can participate. Thank you for joining us again. You can participate in the burning questions. All right. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. Can we can we cue the uh, the music in the studio, please? There it is. Thank you. All right. Um, first question. We're gonna start. We're gonna start simple for you. Do you do it with your socks on? Yeah. Sometimes. Right, some, some when I have socks on, when I start doing it, I don't put. Yeah, I don't socks. go out of my way to be like, man, I need my socks off. Yeah, or on. I don't like, but go to my closet, and make sure I grab yeah. my okay. favorite pair of do it socks. Okay, some people are big socks people. Uh, complete the sentence. I feel sexy when. <sighs> I feel sexy when I'm uh, taking care of my skin. Yeah. Hydrating. It does feel nice. Ben, when do you feel sexy? Rarely. <laughs> okay, Mike, this one's just for you. Complete complete, uh, the, complete the statement. Blue Yup is better than me at blank. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, didn't even, I didn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> nah, <it's, laughs> I guarantee guarantee the audio overlaps <laughs> he's uh honestly he probably he's probably better than me than than uh, some things for sure actually no i would say like keeping his hat on listening he's a good he, he can be a good listener sometimes but mm-hmm. you know sometimes he you know that goes for anyone i feel like a lot of, like that's one of my main things i'm trying to fix is like just listening yeah because i always have some you know like even if you are com- wrong even if you're fucking 100% feel like you're right mm-hmm. like you, there's something really swaggy and really dope and like about people that can just listen and like you know right in the moment because mm-hmm. I could I always can, I'm least now and as things happen I can uh, at least from the next day or so on be like yo you know I should have I should have just listened even if I didn't you know what I mean even if I didn't even if I didn't agree, you know, I didn't, I didn't really even listen, like, or be, see that side of it. I posted something about compassion today, mm-hmm. where like a f- fucking thousand people DM me back, like, "What book is that?" Um, and and know. women like when you listen to them. Yeah, no, it's it's just like really dope. But like, and guy or girl, whoever, like, if you're if you can listen and and not judge people, um, it's like. It's just an unbelievable characteristic, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. I went on a tangent there, but... Bitches love when you listen. Next question. I do. What, besides your face, what body part do you look at the most in the mirror? Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably my He's my sweating, cock. folks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say cock. Ugh. Why not? I hate that word. 
Of all things. <laughs> dude. Wait, wait, wait. I I've of all things, you're disgusted by the word cock. I don't like when men say cock. Really? I've what said what should I say? My dick? Dick, wiener, pee pee, penis, wang. I've w never said any of those words. Schlong. Have you ever heard me say wang, <laughs> schlong, pee pee? Or penis. Hog, ding dong. There's so say, many words. I would have went with hog. <laughs> I'm a big ding dong guy myself. <laughs> are you really? You are, are you really ding dong. though? <laughs> Next question. What's the. You might have to think about this one. What's the craziest rumor you've heard about yourself? That I'm gay? Because <laughs> the eyelashes, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've. I've seen it a few different. Well, yeah, people. It's mainly just people being like, "I know this guy's gay. I know this guy's had a dick." What's well, the last name Stud? Former last name Stud. And yeah, the eyelashes. Yeah, just delicate eyes. <laughs> delicate. <laughs> I guess that's the characteristic. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm not. I'm definitely not gay. But I've definitely <laughs> seen that rumor the most. I'm not gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, three things that you must do every day. Three shits. Um, poop three times. Poop three times. Yeah. No, I shit maybe once a day, maybe twice if I've been active. Mm -hmm. I'd say uh, every day I shower. I'm like a huge shower guy. I, I don't miss a day showering. Brush my teeth. I mean, these are just super typical answers. Any, anything besides hygiene <laughs> that I have to do every day? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> Eat, drink, <laughs> smoke, smoke a, a jam. I mean, I haven't gone. I haven't gone a day without weed in a long time. Yep, that's true. That's probably a decent answer for that. Okay. All right. Uh, what is the scariest uh, thing you've ever done? These questions trash. I'm doing the best I can. They're from the, they're from the Ellen Show. What is this? They're from the canceled Ellen Show. Uh, scariest thing that's ever happened to me? Is that no, scariest thing you've ever done. Some people jump out of a plane. Jump out of plane. Yeah, that's the, that's all right. Last question. What's the weirdest place of fans come up to you at? Shitter. It's not that weird, but it's probably the most awkward. <laughs> They'll be like, yo, what, Steve, what's up? I don't know what's worse, that or at the stall with Dick and Ham. Yeah. Dick and Ham might be worse. No, I don't know. There's something about the stall when like you're, you're like, trapped in a little box. Yeah. It's, and there's it's just, just a bunch of it's, it's just already bad. <laughs> I've had it like there's been multiple concerts where like I've had to leave mid performance to go shit and like there's fans in there and they're like oh shit John Kimmer's taking shit in there and then it's like it's a whole thing and it's I'm I'm a why are you shitting there when it, oh because sometimes dude I mean, you know the venues we perform at sometimes there's not like a bathroom readily available to us in the back backstage since when sometimes there's been a few there's yeah been there's few. probably been a few honestly Austin for example it. Austin for example where we perform at uh Stubbs it's yeah like there's no there's no backstage period, and you have to go shit where everyone else. Yeah, the bus was the best. We were and on you can't shit on the bus. bus. You can't shit on the bus. So, um, that's man. That's I, I'm a I'm a, like a, a shy guy in the bathroom too. So I, I, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, it's not my. I'd rather be incognito in there and it sucks. I don't know. It's not talk about not being famous. That's that's one of the, one of the <laughs> main, major reasons. Just so you can shit, <clears throat> you can shit in fucking peace. You know what I mean? Scott, I'd be able to let it fly. You made a Mike. You made a uh, comment not too long ago where you claimed you're not, not like a super fan of anyone. Yeah, I mean, really not. Honestly, I mean, I probably if I had to pick one, I'd say Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. But like, I still wouldn't get. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get like. I don't. He's maybe one guy. I don't think I would get rattled though. I wouldn't be, you know. Like I'm a fan of Jay Z. I'm a fan of these certain people. But like, I definitely. Would you consider me a super fan of any of those guys? Can you think of anyone who's super fan? Of? Anyone? I don't At all? know. I don't know if super fan is the right word. I think it's just like a general fan. Like a huge fan. I mean, dude. Like, like big, there's tons you know of Will Ferrell movies I haven't seen because I know they're not good. Yeah, that's true. It's not like I go watch all of his interviews and know anything about him really. Because mm -hmm. I don't. Yep. You know. Yep. Um, but I don't know what that says about me. I'm just not, I've never been like that. I mean, when I was a kid, like, yeah, I mean, I, more so when I was a kid, I guess. I think that's pretty normal, though, right? You're like, yep. Fandom. I used to love, like, Alan Iverson when I was a kid. He was my favorite basketball. I loved Griffey, but I was never, like, this crazy, you know, fanatical about it. Yeah, really. I wouldn't say necessarily fanatic. I mean, you're a fan of, like, Rogan, for instance. Yeah, I mean, just the past few years. Yeah. I'd say the last two years of my life, for mm -hmm. sure. 
um yeah he's probably up there but mm-hmm. like i definitely wouldn't get weird or like no or i wouldn't you know what i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't call myself a super fan i don't know shit about him really either i think i just know because i i learn about him through the conversations he has you know my definition of fan i guess is just someone who you keep up with regularly yeah um i kind of keep up with joe rogan yeah you know I think there's some shaman that you really rock with too i think yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's a handful. Who the hell is that in the back? Blue Stalker. <laughs> oh, we have to talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good Wait, one. Is that, is that letter over here? I'm going to go get it. Go get it. Yeah, you should get that. Um, I, I, was, I literally I left the house one night, and it was night. It was like nighttime, which makes it even creepier. I left the house to go to the corner store to buy some alcohol, and I was, I was back maybe seven, eight minutes later. When I got back, there was a note on our front gate leading up to our front door. And it was a, a, an old CVS receipt. Again, makes it even creepier. And it was a letter to Blue Yep. And it was handwritten in, in blue, blue like marker. And it, sa- it said, Blue, I come here every day and watch you through the windows. You look so hot when you play basketball outside, all sweaty and shit. <laughs> I gotta get through this. I always dream about playing with you one day, dot, 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 or playing with me, or you playing with me, dot, dot, dot. Sheesh. One day, I'll work up the courage to speak to you face to face, but for now, I'll be watching. All my love, signed by no one. <laughs> now, the first thing you're thinking is someone's fucking with him, right? <laughs> But seems pretty organic. I don't know. Unless Fall is like like hanging out with like the biggest lie in history. I don't. I can't think of it because it's it's kind of girl, I wasn't right? Here, you have good penmanship. No, my dude, that's not his penmanship. You can draw. Dude, like, you can draw. You. I mean, you, you literally I mean? look at my merch. Look at all the merch. <laughs> just got my handwriting on it. Doesn't look anything like it. Like you're the only one. I think in my mind, you're the only one that could fake a female like penmanship. Honestly, I think you could pull it off, or your female. I, I fucking swear on Dwayne that I did not write this. <laughs> I don't even swear to God anymore. I swear to Dwayne. And um, dude, I don't. Do we have? Do we know who we who it might be? I mean, Blue I, seems to think it's it's a girl that's part of like a group that's like around the corner that like he's noticed that the kids are like fans probably that they just kind of like come over and like look and like be awkward kind of. I've noticed it a few times I ran into him. Um, but supposedly, like, there's a girl in that group, and uh, he thinks it might be her. Mm-hmm. There's also the girl that was over. I think it's that one. I think it's a crazy one. So you guys might remember from some of my story. There's a girl. Keep now, Alexa. Did someone say Alexa? Is that a sign? Is the girl who did it named Alexa? Maybe, or that she's probably listening to that. Um, <laughs> There's a girl who like came over and was just like super aggressive and like shot one to battle me with a shotgun and I beat her like just slightly like she was a beast and then she like kicked the sh- like oh yeah she didn't like she joke you, right? she didn't jokingly like you know you like jokingly kick and it's just like you let up like she kicked the she kicked me more or less as hard as she could she was pretty crazy <laughs> she was a crazy one there um, was a lot something wasn't right with her yeah I kind of like, rocked with her though but but my money's on her you think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gotta be a little tapped to write that note. I can't believe someone let her into the house. Yeah. She kind of let herself in. She did. She did. I mean, she's like, I just want to see upstairs. I was like, all right. All righty. And then, then when I was up there, she bent down. We were standing in the bar area. She bent down and just tied my shoes unannounced. I can't even tell if that's weird or not. I wasn't sure where that story was going. But I, I like where it ended. <laughs> she bent down, licked her lips, and tied my shoes. More or less. <laughs> yeah, more or less. I wasn't sure what was happening. <laughs> I was just letting her ride because I was like, this going? <laughs> we'll just see where this You saw it through, though. That's all that matters. Yeah, um, I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> oh. Let's get out of here. We'll be right back with You Never Know, You Know What I Mean, right after this urination break. Let's cut the shit. Fellas, there's no doubt in my mind that over the past three to four months, you have completely let yourself go, both physically and emotionally. 
Now the fitness, you're probably a fat fuck, you grew some man titties, but that doesn't mean those man titties have to be ungroomed. It doesn't mean they have to be hairy. John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product. From our friends at Manscaped, we have the Lawnmower 3.0. Now this shaver, it's not just for your body hair, but it's also for your, your testicles, your chesticles, and your butthole. Now, I've been using this for the past couple months. Hand to gold, the best razor I have ever used for my downstairs. Now speaking as someone who has completely ripped open their sack on multiple occasions in the past, dating back to the early 90s when I first got my dad's razor at four years old and boy was that a bloodbath. This razor is unbelievable. Not only does it shave you quickly, but it's efficient and it, it has like little rubber attachments, so it's just completely nick free. And I might add a little flashlight just in case you like to shave in the dark. Now we have a very, very, very special offer for you today. Tell them what they've won, Johnny. Well, if you go to manscaped.com right now, you will get 20% off and free shipping if you use promo code YNK. So go to manscaped.com, type in promo code YNK, and you get 20% off and free shipping. Everyone, I can't stress enough how important your earbuds are. Now, whether you're commuting to work, you're going on a workout, a little jog around the neighborhood to look at all the cougars and the soccer moms, you always have your earbuds, and I can't stress enough how important your choice of earbuds are. Our friends at Raycon, excuse me, John Kilmer here with a fantastic new product. Our friends at Raycon have probably the best earbuds in the market. Not only are they half the price of competitors, you heard me correct, half the price of competitors. They are stylish. They have incredible low end and bass, which you don't normally find in earbuds. And most importantly, co-founded by people like Snoop Dogg, Mike Tyson, and the very famous Ray J. Sexy can I? Sexy can I indeed. My friends, we have a very, very, very special offer with our friends at Raycon. If you go to buyraycon.com slash YNK, you will get 15% off. So not only are these headphones half the price of their competitors, not only are they superior in quality, but if you go to buyraycon.com slash YNK, you will get 15% off. Enjoy. All right, question for you. What is an attribute from of someone that you admire the most or that you like the most? And it could be guy or it could be girl. It could be anyone. An attribute of someone. Personality-wise? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just talking about it. It's probably freshest on my mind, but yeah. Compassion? Yeah, just being, a, just being someone who's like really easy to talk to. I mean, I, I just think that's a, something I have on my forefront that I, I want to work on. Mm-hmm. I think it's super attractive in a girl, for sure. But I think it's super attractive in a guy as far as people you want to be around and you want to have business relationships with or have whatever you know like people around you that can listen and hear you out that's how like that's how really like shit is avoided you know and long there's longevity to shit when you can engage and listen probably what i'll choose what about you ben the ability to know when to shut the fuck up (laughs) (laughs) especially in la that's a big one for sure. <laughs> For sure. How many people have you met in this city that just don't know when to shut the fuck up? I mean, it happens. <laughs> it comes down. We talk about feel all the time, but it's, man. Yeah, that'd probably be my real answer. Feel. You know? Yeah. Someone with great feel for shit. Um, but yeah, there's just people. I mean, it's people are thinking probably with good intentions out here a lot of the time. Like, this is an opportunity to further myself to network this is like the right thing you know but they just take it too far and shit you know mm-hmm. i think i'm gonna have to go with authenticity yeah because i think even if someone's shitty even if someone sucks doesn't want to shut up is a fucking terrible person uh shits with the door open goes on riverboat gambling trips <laughs> eats beef jerky um what are you long- talking about <laughs> We've literally, Dale, we've literally done none of those things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, That's funny. As, as like, if they own up to it, it's like, I, I fucking admire the shit out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I mean, it's something, 
you know, I, I work on all the time. And like, I, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, hit the nail on the head every day either, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I like, it's something I like truly fucking admire. Like r- really. Like, yeah. And it, and it, it really isn't just being a good person. It's just like knowing who you are and just being that person, yep. or whatever, and like recognizing who you are. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's easier said than done. I think those are all good. Those are good. Yeah, for sure. They're definitely all good answers, though. Um, Mature answers. <laughs> yeah, if you find this person, let me know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely that. Uh, there are people like that. Like I, I brought all three of those things. Oh, all three of those things. I don't know. Mike, I brought this up to you uh, a couple weeks ago, but the um, the movie Private Parts, the uh, why is it the Howard Stern movie? Yes. Yeah, it, still haven't seen it. Please watch it. It's it's a scripted. It's it it's insane. The whole premise of it's insane because it's a scripted film about Howard Stern starring Howard Stern, and it's like takes place from like him and his like high school years to like you know the early two thousands when it came out, and uh, he. <laughs> Honestly, like the second, the second he became, the second he realized authenticity, like helped him, like helped him like become a better, like, uh, like radio host right. or DJ or whatever. Like that's when he started taking off. Fuck. No, I mean, I, when I remember when you said it, I was like, I need to watch that. Cause that's, that's how, that's how I feel. That's how I feel about what I, what I make, you know? Yeah. Oh, just, if, it, it applies to music. It applies to everything. Yeah. It applies to this, you know, podcasting too, or just oh, yeah, anything sure. like. And that's, that's why Rogan's winning. I mean, dude, like multiple people say it. You said it. They're like, I can't even like, I don't even watch the news someone, anymore. Someone. I, I watch Rogan for the news. Right. To like, just know what's going on because it's like an honest, just yeah. an honest take on it. Right. Someone said something to me really cool once. Uh, Chubbs is really catching my vibe right now. Um, you don't have to rehearse the truth, was what he said to me. Oh, yeah. And like that. it's how I feel about everything we do. Like, I've never once rehearsed for a show. I don't always just sit down and talk. I mean, I think this podcast, we could have maybe rehearsed a little bit better. But <laughs> most, most times. <laughs> what do you but, look for in another man? <laughs> but most times. Compassion. But think about it. We don't. Uh, yeah, for real. But um, we don't, you know. Like that—that's kind of why I—I've I've always kind of found solace in that. I feel like it makes me—it makes everything feel one fresh and organic, but also like it proves to me. It actually proved to me internally where a lot of my confidence comes from, mm-hmm. just from what we've built. Is like we didn't rehearse any of this shit. Yep. We just—we just flew by. You know what I mean? We—we we just literally rolled with the punches on on everything, and we still do to this day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. That's what makes it fresh for me, but also keeps me like confident about what's happening and what we're doing. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. My uh, my dad has a saying that since he said it, I had never like wrote a speech in my life. I would just go up and say it. Mm-hmm. He'd said, when I go out in front of a lot of people and have to like speak, he said that all I say to myself is I can't wait to hear what I have to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, think about me on stage. I'm sure you do that on con- like every show. I'm sure you run out and you're like, I can't wait to see what happens tonight. Like, I never, I, I never, I don't think I ever, I mean, there were certain points where you talk and I'd have certain things that I would land on frequently, but like mm-hmm. everything was just go by, you just go by the seat of your pants. And like, I, I actually feel like that's, that's what made our show so much better. There was just, you didn't know what the fuck was going to happen and whatever happened, we have happened usually there. had great organic reactions, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, I wanted to. I, I I really wanted to do a call in with this guy. Maybe we can someday. But um, it was. I mean, a, a lot of players are opting out of the the NFL season. Yeah. Um, for I all. Mean, Marcus opted out. Oh yeah, I mean, let's talk about that for a second. Do you know why he did? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't I, honestly. I, I, he, I, I didn't read anything that he posted, so I don't even know. To be honest, he just texted me the day of, and he's like, "Yo." Um, I'm going to announce I'm opting out. Um, and, he, you know, he's headed somewhere and, you know, let me know that day. But I didn't, honestly, I've been on a wave. We were out. I don't know where it was, but I was just like, fuck it. Uh, I remember, I think what I said was just like, who cares? You know, do yeah. whatever, whatever you guys feel is right. Whatever you feel is right, just do it. Who cares? Like, this is such a weird year. Mm-hmm. So much weird shit going on. And it's obviously, you know, it's a business. And there's there's definitely like some business at play. There there's a lot of 
weird loopholes and things. And and uh, when you talk about like arbitration and going to trade deadlines and being free agent, you know, restricted or all these things that little loopholes and things. And I think you know the way it played out, it was just like I know the, some of the Mets fans, you know, are gonna be they're upset, you know, but. It's just business. It's part of business. It's like teams do it to players all the time. Mm-hmm. So for whatever reason, I still haven't really had a conversation with them about it, but for whatever reason that they chose, they landed on that as the best move, you know? Mm-hmm. He had a, he did have a calf injury, but from my understanding, he's all right, you know? We need to make this year as weird shirt. This year's weird? Yeah. <laughs> this actually, year's weird. Yeah, that's probably pretty good. I mean, I don't know. I think it catches. <laughs> we love it because your beard is weird, thing. But yeah. I don't know if everyone else will. But this it has weird. Either everyone, way, the year is weird. This like, year is weird for fucking everybody, bro. Yeah, you don't have to get it. You're right. Let's do it. <laughs> it's, it's that time <laughs> Just that's the name of the podcast. This year is weird. This year is weird. Yeah, that's what I'll name this episode. <laughs> Drop the shirts tomorrow. This year is weird. Uh, speaking of the fans and just. Um, you know, just the way they kind of comment on all of these people opting out of the seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Traverius White of the Bills, I believe, yeah. uh, cornerback, he recently posted this tweet. He said, uh, crazy that me choosing my family's well-being over a game comes with so-called fans attacking and questioning me and saying I'm selfish. No, you guys are selfish for thinking that football is bigger than life. By the way, my girl's grandfather passed from COVID. Do you understand now? Yeah, it's- Perfect. And I, I didn't read I didn't read like what people were messaging him, but I can I can imagine, especially Perfect. like the Bills Mafia, who are, you know, the mm-hmm. cra- some of the craziest fans in the world. One of their star players are like, I'm not playing this year. How, yeah, they'd, how they'd react on Twitter. I remember when I saw that, I was like, This is perfect because he's coming I just loved his reaction and that the way he put that. But I mean I I wrote it. Remember I talked about it a while ago? I, yeah. And I just talked about fans mm-hmm. and losing sight that like these are human beings with like just (laughs) living on the exact same planet they are and like going through so many different things and Mm -hmm. to feel like you own a player or you 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 can tell someone how to live their life because the franchise that you live near chose to pay him money for his talents like it's you know i mean it gives you this weird like fans have this weird sense of like ownership and like right like they get paid millions of, like dude number one money doesn't buy hat like that goes everyone says that and it's the truth and two what i'm saying is like everybody <laughs> it's it's weird like because they feel because they're good at something and you're not good at it like you're able to like chime in and observe their life and and judge them for their decisions and look at them. It's just a weird, it's a weird thing. Like there's like a sense of entitlement that fans, you know, the really diehard fans, especially like not, not saying everybody, but it's just, it's weird. And, and, and I was, I remember saying that and a lot of people said shit back to me that like didn't agree or were like standing up for their fandom. And it's like, look, man, like, like if you think sports are, are important in the realm of like life, um, when you talk about your time on this planet, you don't think these guys fucking go through those periods of thoughts in their head where they're like, I spent three quarters of my life like just on a baseball field or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, like there's just so many layers to life and a lot of guys, like they really don't, you know, not saying they have it bad at all. Like, you know, some of them, some of them never have those thoughts, but I know for a fact, personally speaking, like, it is a weird thing to dedicate your your life to a game and then you become an adult and you're like, wow, I've dedicated my entire time on this planet to a game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And just ask people to see it that way. And, and not, you know, it's hard. It's, people can't agree on shit nowadays, you know, but you don't yeah. have to agree. But I just, I just know that personally from knowing a lot of athletes, like that's a real thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And the way he put it, just and he could say that at the end, like my fuck, some of his family passed. Like this shit's been politicized so much that people forget that like people have lost you know, hundreds of thousands of lives. You know, I know that's debatable how many people actually died from it, but mm-hmm. like it, it's up there. <laughs> you know, it's like the whole fucking world stopped for twenty one hundred people on 
9-11. But now they're like dying every day in that amount almost, something like that, you know? So it's like just a lot of shit that has gone on and people, you know, I don't blame people for being confused and shit, but like the way him having that personal impact just kind of like shuts you up. Like really, what do you have to say, you know? He lost someone in his family. Of course, he's going to opt out and try to be safe, mm-hmm. whatever, you know? So, You think people would be more sympathetic too, especially with like the MLB season happening now and a lot of those players are, yeah. are, getting, are getting sick? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're doing well. They're doing well, not a lot. But like, I know we had that shit out of the gate with the Marlins, but mm-hmm. it's, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, they're just like, they're putting their lives at risk for sure. They, have, they all have families, like- you know, they're trapped. They're not in a bubble. They're not guaranteed safety. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. But it's like you just ask. Like we talk about compassion and fans and shit. Like like listening. Like fans just got to be open minded. The more athletes like understand they're just fucking human beings trying to figure it out. You know. Mm-hmm. We need to be better. For sure. I want to shift gears real quick before we get out of here. Okay. Ben, ben we, you want to say something? Are we going to do a pee break at all? <clears throat> no. All right. <laughs> Go straight through. All right. <laughs> Last segment. Can you can you hold it? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Some cups here. It'll be good content if not. A couple cups here if you need it. Um, Mike, I wanted to gauge your, just your thoughts on what do you, what do you think the importance of traveling is? And not just traveling like, you know, inter, like within your own country, but just seeing different parts of the world, do you, do you find any value in that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've, we've talked about it, but yeah, I, I definitely, I, I, I think we, we talked about it last episode, didn't we? Or, Trap- or just like, we got to get the, I would a million percent, that's like up there in my life advice to people, like up there on the totem pole, just like, if you feel the need at all, if like, if there's anything uneasy about your life and you're still where you grew up and you're still in that same place, go, you know, just go and see shit. Even if you can't go to the fucking South of France and you have no money, yeah, go travel wherever you can. You know what I mean? Go wherever you can just to see new things. We look at like the extreme of like that, that fuck, I wish I remember his name. I don't want to call him the Asian dude, but the, the, the Asian dude with the long blonde David hair. That was Coe, David Coe. David Coe. Coe. Or whatever the yeah. artist on Joe Rogan's thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he's he essentially he's he uh he just hitchhiked for how many yeah. years? You know what I mean? A long time as a kid. He's lived the craziest life. He's right? definitely he's definitely the extreme of it. Guy's also fucking tapped. <laughs> well, he's, yeah. he's like I haven't watched the whole thing. Yo, he's kind of a smart guy though. Yeah, but he's tapped. Oh, for sure. I mean, it, but you think that's the extreme of it? You know, some guy who's literally been everywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a wild boy, <laughs> but I mean, he had uh, like he was. <laughs> it's an extreme case, but he was living like in poverty. Like, yeah. But he's saying he was having the most incredible experiences. Mm-hmm. He was living with those like African communities and shit. That's just insane. <laughs> it's insane. It was mm-hmm. a really cool part of the story, but yeah, I mean, look, that's extreme. I would just say, man, traveling's been the the. I would say it's been one of the brightest spots of this entire thing not fame not money mm-hmm. just traveling and experiences that's for sure that's the upside of all this for me and when i make money it's just like i swear it's just like we really do spend just on traveling and going and doing shit or just experience you know mm-hmm. you know it really gets my dick hard is uh when i travel around it's more of like learning the subcultures mm-hmm. of, of our world yeah and like just seeing what other people are passionate about that we have no idea exists. Yeah. One example, and I didn't actually go there, but we watched J-O-I. it. What's that? J-O-I. That's <laughs> nationwide, baby. Uh, <laughs> worldwide. That's, International. That's worldwide. <laughs> um, we watched it on Netflix, I think, but it was like that, uh, those guys that like, yeah. it's like the mix of like rugby and like MMA. Yeah. And just fucking barroom brawling. And people. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna repeat insane. that because people probably think I misspoke. It's literally a mi- it's a mix of a rugby game and like it, but MMA rules apply where you can like literally just fucking bare knuckle punch people and kick them and fuck them up. What's the name of that show? I, I don't know. It's like balls or something like that. <laughs> or game game balls. <laughs> like I, I, it's, it's I don't think game. that's the name. It's called game. Uh, balls balls like balls, balls with a Z. Um, but like you watch that type of shit and like people go ape shit for it. Like they march down. They march through like the city streets. 
they march through the city streets like the players march through the streets and people are there's like a whole parade and like people are like throwing confetti and you're like this shit's going on that's like a like people are going pandemonium over it mm-hmm. and like we're sitting here you know like thousands of miles away we don't even know that exists absolutely and i think like being i mean obviously like tv helps and documentaries help but like being able to like experience that stuff firsthand and like mm-hmm. see that type of stuff happen mm-hmm. i'm just i'm so intrigued by yeah i hope to travel my fucking balls off the next you know mm-hmm. like if i can get into adulthood and just i mean not to say we haven't traveled a lot but i would love to travel and like it's different when you're traveling on tour you know what I mean? You have, an agenda, you have an agenda to do something. Yeah, we have like a super strict schedule for the most part. Mm-hmm. And we're we're hustling and we're partying. It's not necessarily like conducive to like going and seeing all the shit that all the places have to offer, you know? So mm-hmm. there's just, I'd love to be able to travel for real. I, that's, that's, a, that's like what I want to do, you know? Yeah. Obviously, I want to have a family at some point or whatever, at least a kid. But um, definitely definitely traveling for sure and if anything i think it makes you more affable and like be able to connect with people easier uh because it opens up oh, your for pers- sure it opens up your perspective there's just like nothing i mean outside of just like dangers of it i guess i'm gonna come on and say i fuck i actually don't outside of like the u.s i really don't like traveling that much yeah because like i i like what's i mean like when you go somewhere and, and like they don't speak your language and like you don't know what the fuck's going on and like you don't know anything like it's I don't know. Yeah. Tripping. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I kind of. No, I'm like, a bitch for it. I'm, I, I'm a bitch I, for I used it. to be like that. Just not anymore. You no, know? I'm for sure. And, and again, when you have like more money, it's easier. I get to, it. When you have more money, it's like more. It's I get like it. It's experience. inconvenient. It's like, I felt like that when we first went to Europe. I was like, fuck, get me back to the US. But now when I travel, I'm just like way, my perspective is different on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like when it's like different, it's like more interesting, I guess. It's not yeah. like I'm saying I'd go live there, but who knows? Maybe I would one day. I don't know, but you just never know. The U.S. and the fucking trenches. Yeah, I just I, I love the subcultures. Like you go to Spain and there's the fucking like bullfights. Yeah, and, and like it's barbaric by our standards, but you go there and there's a whole fucking ring of people going fucking ape shit for sure to watch this guy fucking defeat this bull for sure. Um, I don't know, little shit like that. I I fucking love. Um, do I do you want do you want to plug the uh, the Stevenson Ranch stuff real quick? Oh yeah, uh, we got really. This is dope. It's like Stevenson Ranch, Utah chapter stuff. Um, this is a demo of it, but it's very close. Uh, the camo you're wearing is fire. Uh, they got hoodie. We got hoodies of that shit too. So it's gonna be dope. It's, I think it's one of my, like Stevenson Ranch is kind of one of my favorite little sub brands for us. I just love the vibe of it. So I like that it's an actual place. Yeah. And we've made it more famous than the actual place. We just exists. like took it and franchising it everywhere we go. Steven Saran's Nashville. Hopefully soon we're starting to <laughs> look at cribs. So we'll see, boys. You just never know. Need it. All right. Well, let's go pee, I guess. Thanks, bud. You guys want to cross streams? Never. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>